My first guest on the program on this Wednesday morning is Finnegan Senator Ashley Dolan. Ashley, nice to talk to you. Uh, the new Oireachtas term is uh, upon us. So what are you expecting out of that? Oh, lovely to talk to you as well, Seamus, and thank you for the invitation. Uh, well, it's, it's pretty exciting, actually. Um, you know, we're going to be starting back in the Shannon now next week. Um, so it's going to be, I think, very, very busy. Um, we got through, there was a, a, a huge amount of legislation in the last number of months, um, I suppose, particularly relating to the crisis, to the COVID-19, mm. the lockdown, and I suppose to the measures that were put in place to support businesses and support people in, in I suppose, the worst crisis I've ever gone through in a lifetime. But, um, yeah, it, so it will be, I suppose, there's there's a lot of legislation that was probably not prioritised at that, those points, and that will be coming before us now. So uh, really looking forward to what's ahead in our schedule. And, um, yeah, it, it's a great opportunity as well, I suppose, is, you know, when you're dealing with legislation, it, it's about how it impacts on our local area mm. and uh, the importance of having that voice to represent our region as well. You know, that's really important when it, it comes is. to to review. What do you um, make so, yeah. uh, out of the no-confidence motion that's before the Dáil this week? Yeah, we've had a lot of discussions. We've had our Fine Gael Parliamentary I Party know that, thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. in trim, yeah. In, in trim, that's it, yeah. Mm. Um, for me, I suppose I'm a new, that was my first uh, thinking, I suppose, and the first time meeting a lot of members. But, you know, I had an opportunity to speak with uh, Minister Simon Coveney and you know, in my mind, over the last year, I have seen what he has achieved in terms of his work in Northern Ireland, uh, the Northern Ireland Protocol in relation to Brexit, in relation to fighting for Ireland's interests under the Brexit Adjustment Reserve, you know, the BAR as a fund from the European Union, and, you know, fighting hard to make sure that Ireland, um, which is nearly, you know, it's the country within the EU that's worst affected by, you know, the law, by Brexit. Yeah, but he's done a good um, job. I think no one would dispute that. But was this not an awful mess with Catherine Zappone? I mean, it was handled very badly. I think the minister has acknowledged that, you know, that lessons have been learned, you know, and I think I think both the the minister and the Tánis and the Taoiseach um, are going to have new, like, sort of putting policies in place about, um, I suppose, future appointments as envoys. Um, but, you know, it has been acknowledged that there was, you know, and I think the Minister Cody has... See, the thing about it is, uh, Ashley, these people are not uh, new kids on the block, you know. They're uh, experienced politicians who have been in since 2011, and people are saying, what in the name of God were they doing? Yeah. No, I think Minister Coveney, to my mind, you know, he's a he's a man that is, you know, has integrity. And I suppose I do have, uh, you know, I would have full support for him as a minister and... I think he has shown that his track record stands, you know, stands tall. Um, you know, I think it is. Uh, it has been a very difficult, probably, and you know, it's been very acknowledged that, you know, you know that it should have been. It, it wasn't handled, I suppose, in the best way. And mm. I think Minister Coveney has acknowledged that, has acknowledged that lessons are learned. And you know, I think that um, you know it'll be very clear tomorrow. I think the support that will be shown. All right. Uh, as you say, we're trying to uh, return to normal living from the biggest crisis in our, uh, anybody's lifetime that they can remember. The issues in Roscommon, what are the big issues in Roscommon uh, at the moment? Uh, you know, OK, there's a very obvious one there in Loch Funchina, but uh, what are the issues in Roscommon as you see them at the moment now? Well, I think for us, uh, you know, what's really important is that we're coming out of a lockdown period and our businesses are starting to open up. Like we've seen that over the last few months. We've seen the incredible achievement, I suppose, with our frontline healthcare staff and our frontline staff that, you know, uh, operated all through that period um, and took care of people in really difficult circumstances. And 
I think now, as we're seeing things opening up, um, you know, we're seeing the support that were put in place to, you know, to help people during that time, you know, the PUP scheme and mm. the temporary wage subsidy scheme. But we're also seeing that we need to support businesses, um, you know, get back going as soon as possible, get back up on their feet. Um, and I think it's it's slowly, we're slowly reopening and we should have full, you know, like we're looking forward to nearly 90% vaccinated at this stage. I mean, incredible work by our vaccination centres. And that's a mix of, you know, like along with our HSC, mm. our community health care areas, it's our paramedics and um, there is, you know, there's been a wonderful, that is wonderful. I think it was a recent, uh, a few weeks ago, I think I saw something from Professor Luke O'Neill about how Ireland ranked fourth in the world. And I think it was to do with the work, you know, in relation to our vaccination rollout and, in other words, the high uptake. And that's down to people who have, you know, who have achieved this. So yeah, and, and, and we're uh, in a very good position. And that's very, very positive. And everybody acknowledges that. What about the situation with regard to farming, which is a huge industry, the biggest industry in County Roscommon? Farmers are worried. Climate change is a fact and a factor, uh, and uh, there's going to be a lot of changes in agriculture over the next five to ten years. Uh, exactly, Seamus. I mean, I know we have the new the CAP consultation program or uh, consultation period was ongoing there, and I know feedback has been gathered by the Department of Agriculture um, on that. And you know, proposals. Uh, I suppose everyone had the opportunity to make submissions there. It's very important that our voices heard, um, you know, particularly for farming in our area. Um, we've had, you know, it, it was a very difficult period. Again, I suppose, looking to the past, looking to in lockdown when everything went online. But I suppose we are seeing sort of a, a better prices coming for cattle. But I think that had a lot to do with the UK, you know, opening up. Um, when it comes to sort of the challenges that we see ahead, we have to make sure that our farming, uh, you know, our farming is represented in what comes out. Um, the cap, I suppose, will be looking, and we've seen mm. even the, the demand for, like, say, the gloss scheme and the, the new REAP scheme that came out. I mean, the budget was doubled for that particular scheme, um, where it was looking at sort of agri-environmental measures. Yeah. I think that one thing that we do need to be looking at is probably investment in research and innovation, and I suppose through our Chagos area, that we need to look at how we will tackle the sort of the climate change, uh, you know, goals that have been set for Ireland and how we're going to use, I suppose, technology and research to do that. And, you know, there's there's ways there with low emission slurry spreading and, you know, like there's the BDGP program as well, you know, in terms of genomics and so on. But so lots we of have to look to at how we, yeah, how we ensure that we're using that to the maximum effect to benefit our farmers and farming families. Um, and as you've mentioned, climate change does have a huge impact on us. Uh, you'll see, like, you know, in relation to flooding, as you, you've mentioned there, and flooding in our area with our mm. rivers and callows and everything, something that's been happening for the last 10 or 15 years. Um, you know, we have the Sea France program that's looking at, you know, creating right. projects mm. and embankments around different towns to protect them from flooding. But in relation to Loch Clintonau, which you've mentioned there as well, I mean, that is just such a difficult situation. I know I've spoken with residents there, you know, the, the Loch Function of Flood Crisis Committee. Um, I visited that area a number of times um, and it's an extremely, it's an extremely difficult situation because, again, it's a turlock, it's, a, it's waters that are supposed to But isn't to it ridiculous disappear. that, I mean, this overflow pipe yeah. is seen by all the experts as something that's going to relieve the flooding, yet these crowd come in from the Friends of the Irish Environment and uh, they go to the courts and they stop all the work. So it's ridiculous. It's, you know? As I said, it's a it's a very it's a very anxious time, mm. and it's the families and the people in the local authority. You know, there's been a lot of sleepless nights. You know, there are people. You know, imagine living in a home and the families that are there and the farmers that mm. are there, and hearing the rain coming and and wondering what's next. And 
It is just shocking. And I, I know that I've been in touch. I'm in regular touch with Minister Patrick O'Donovan. I know that uh, the local authority, the Roscommon County Council, yeah. you know, have done their utmost. And I suppose they were, depending on legislation, sort of for the chief executive in the area. Um, and I think that currently, you know, the OPW under Minister Patrick O'Donovan are working, you know, with uh, Roscommon County Council. But it is it is difficult because it has, you know, there has been a sort of, it's gone to the high court it and yeah, it yeah. is challenging. And I know there's even recent articles and I know there's such great advocates for the community. And that's what we have to have, advocates mm. for our community that are speaking on their behalf. And I know even like that in the farming section, I think, of the Independent this week, um, there was a, you know, a good it review was. of the impact to farmers yeah. and people in the area. Um, you know, and, and it's, it is extremely tough. Yeah. It is extremely tough and it's going to be the months ahead are the real concern and we have to do our utmost to I suppose, to protect the families and farmers in that area as best as we can. Final question. Uh, Fianna Fáil have no seat in this constituency. Fianna Gael have no seat in this constituency. Uh, you battled away uh, last time out. I presume you have your eye on a seat next time around. Well, I think, uh, you know, there's there's a... Like for me, in my for being a senator, I suppose Seamus, you know, has been very fortunate because it was a nomination from the Tonishta, and it just shows that Fine Gael wants Roscommon and East Galway to have a voice at the highest levels. And I suppose I've had the opportunity over the last year, you know, as a member of Fine Gael, to you know to work to achieve, uh, I suppose, investment and funding into our area. I know that I've worked closely with Minister Heather Humphreys. I know there are so many projects, and particularly thanks to community groups and tidy towns that have worked so hard to get funding through even towns and villages. You probably would have seen there yeah. the tidy towns are putting in. There were five towns selected, you know, in, in Roscommon. They're going forward for, you know, the shop enhancement. I mean, that's a wonderful project. It's one of those schemes, I think, that will make such a difference because what we want to do is showcase our towns as, like, you know, places mm. where you want people to come and live and work and as well as visit, but it has to be quality of life and... That's one of the first things when it comes to investment in an area is that we can show that this is a great place to live. You know, we have the great schools, we have great clubs in this area. And now we need to show that, like, you know, this would be a great place for that, that person making that decision about where they're going to locate um, their next company. And, you know, that, I think, is really key. So we need to develop and invest in our services. You know, the rollout of broadband is crucial in our area. Um, and I think that in doing that, we're sort of looking at Project Ireland uh, 2040 and our rural future as been the basis and a blueprint of how we're going to ensure that we increase the services in our area and increase investment coming into our into our region as well. All right, uh, Senator Ashley Dolan, thank you very much uh, for giving us your time on this Wednesday morning. Uh, nice to talk to you and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you very much, Seamus.